0: This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk sport Fan Network. Talk sport. Powered by fans. Back of the Nest. Match Preview Podcast. <laughs> www.backofthenest.com. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first.
1: ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Drivers' responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times.
0: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Mug Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in?
2: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Back of the Nest Preview Podcast. It's me, it's Sam, it's Albert, and, well, it's supposed to be Liverpool away, but I guess that's not happening. Uh, we're going to be here for the next 40 minutes or so, trying to keep a semblance of normality for everyone listening. We're going to, well, just do what we do every week and chat some rubbish. Right, we'll start with this. <laughs> Did it not work? <laughs> no. Nah. Hey, well, there you go. That was supposed to be the, the Pab's Blue Ribbon No, but we're having all sorts of technical difficulties. Apparently, the virus has gotten into my computer as well. But yes, it's beer check. I have got, oh, it's splashed all over my face. That's what she said. Um, I've got Gypsy Hill Baller, which I've just ordered through Deliveroo. And I could do this through um, a contactless delivery as well. And um, I thought the guy was just going to, you know, leave it outside the door. But he <laughs> I opened the door. The beers were in a delivery bag. I had to take them out of the delivery bag while he waited at the top of the stairs. But um, <laughs> there you go. Yes, that's Sam Heskiff there in the background
3: laughing away. Welcome to the show. Uh, hello. I'm sitting here in a hazmat suit as we speak. Mm. But that's just you doing your best Beastie Boys impression or something, isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm not gonna, by the way, I'm not taking Hambo's lead and singing or rapping or doing anything like that on this day, just in case anyone expects it. Yeah, ain't happening. Uh, wh- what beer are you drinking? You were saying that um, Vanessa had a, a Ponzi beer earlier. Yeah, I'm I'm just drinking a Cronenberg because I've got bloody loads of them. Um, Vanessa, over dinner...
4: Stockpiling, motherfucker.
3: Yeah, I haven't got 72 loo rolls like producer Sam does, as it turns out. Well, she um, shits
4: like a Great Dane, so
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: produces a lot. That's what I heard. Yeah, um, <laughs> Vanessa had a. Let me get this right. Cucumber and melon sour.
4: Fuck's sake! I know. Wowzers.
3: And then she, yeah. she had a bit and said, "Oh, maybe it tastes like a pale ale." "No, no, it doesn't. Oh, it doesn't matter what it tastes like. Just no, get on know. with it." Sours tend to taste a
2: little bit more mediciney, like well, that's the sort of consistency they are. But um, she, yeah. said it, she said it was average for what. It yeah, meant. it's an acquired taste. Um, Albert,
4: what about you, sir? Uh, Budweiser. I was just going to say, are you? Do you think you will opt for the contactless delivery when your kid's born? <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh yeah. Well, um, apparently our baby's in the bottom fifth percentile for size. So. Um, Hopefully, it will just drop out about touching the sides.
4: But... Typical, typical pallet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My second one was a contactless inception because it was IVF. Oh, really? Mm. Well, well I, had to do a, I had to do a bit of contact, you know, con- very much contact delivery, but that was just me in a small room. But it's a bit mad that it looks like Troy Deeney. Stop it. <laughs> um, I was going to say, talking a bit, I, I saw on Twitter today that... Um, Brewdog are doing a brew gel punk sanitizer. I'm surprised you're not fucking drinking that
2: <laughs> Apparently they're doing a drive through in Canary Wharf as well um, They're just trying to find, find ways to Survive through this crisis I guess but um, Yeah difficult Times for everyone out there uh, Let's Before we get into anything Let's do a little bit serious, how has it been affecting you Hesk if you were sand before we started recording You're already going a bit stir crazy in the house
3: Yeah um, It's only day two of working from home and I hate it already. Um, I spent most of the day on Monday saying, I can't believe they've not sent us home yet because I work at a university. So obviously, there's loads of people knocking about, and you know, I just expected them to have sent us all home because all the exams got made remote and all the rest of it, and teaching is going remote. So I was moaning to all and sundry on Monday, and then they sent us home from yesterday. So we're recording on Wednesday. I think it's Wednesday. I can't even, I don't know even the fucking day anymore. It's only day two. (laughs) Um, And yeah, so I've worked home the last couple of days and I hate it. Uh, Vanessa worked down, so Vanessa and I, which I mentioned before, both work in the same university, in the same sort of open plan office. And now we've moved into a house, which thankfully has two floors. Well, I'm going to be a bit of a here. It's got three floors, but um, we can work in different On different levels so basically she just fucks off to the furthest point away from me in the house to get on emotionally
4: emotionally and physically
3: yeah literally in every possible way she gets as far away as possible without breaching the outdoor uh, virus or whatever Uh, and i just sit upstairs getting annoyed that the work laptop is pissing me about so. Well, they've cancelled exams today um,
2: and obviously shutting down schools, except from people who um, have parents or carers that are key workers. So, in terms of working at a university, is that going to cause admin chaos come a few months' time?
3: Yeah, it probably is. Um, I mean, my. And who's, who's
2: going to sort it out?
3: <laughs> it certainly ain't going to be me. I'll tell you that. Um, I am. Yeah, I mean, I just work in admin. I do, like, statistical analysis and stuff like that. It's absolutely incredibly exciting, as you can tell. Uh, but as for the running of the university, I, that's got nothing to do with me. So as long as they pay me, I don't really give a shit.
2: Now, Albert, you were up in Liverpool shooting Batman. Um, Not literally. I, I, I don't... Yeah, I don't, I don't mean the guy from China that ate the bats and... Um cause all of this. Oh, if I got my hand in though. Yeah. I'd wash it right. watch
4: them thoroughly after if I did
2: hand <laughs> Yeah, 20 seconds. Yeah. Um to 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 honest oh, 21 seconds, isn't it? But you need um yeah, I mean, he's I saw a great tweet talking about it's amazing that some guy in China ate a bat And it resulted in Elgin's home game this weekend being called off. (laughs) 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 It was good, but that was also a bit of a pain for you as well, as it was in Liverpool, and we had Liverpool this weekend. So it's
4: been a rough, it's been yeah, a roller coaster. I saw I was up in Liverpool last week, sort of prepping for the shoot, uh, which was meant to be uh, two, yeah, so two weeks in Liverpool, and this week being the first week of the filming, quite quite big crowd scenes like 600 extras and i actually came home on the fr- i came home on friday afternoon just to see the wife and kids because i was then gonna be away solidly for sort of two and a half weeks and got the call on saturday afternoon saying the whole thing was off and it was like ah oh, but all my stuff's still up there so i had to get on the train back to liverpool on sunday pack up all my stuff go around Seeing everything that we'd installed for the shoot kind of start to come down, and then yeah, got the train back on Tuesday, and and then uh, yeah, we got our we got our notices today. Uh, oh no, sorry, got our notices yesterday on the film because they just have no idea when we can resume. Whether that be in Liverpool or in the studio, that like the studio's all being closed down. Uh, so yeah, it's kind of it's strange, strange, and obviously a bit worrying because just you know everyone's going oh yeah we, we you know we got to, I mean we do we have to finish the film um we've started it you know we're sort of a third of the way through uh, so they're not going to just let that go to waste and can the whole thing but yeah who knows who knows when we'll get the all clear to kind of to go back um i mean you know the situation's changed you know nationwide drastically over the last sort of what 36 hours um so if it ca- you know if it carries on doing that we'll all be we'll all be making our own home films
3: uh albert doesn't batman just knocks about in a cave doesn't he uh
4: so I'm is your not, is i'm your, not i'm not contractibly obliged to answer that question
3: i was just going to say because if your if your art direction is like just have him stand around in a cave and you've got a cave built just seed it up seed just it move up in there get on with it yeah yeah it's not a
4: bad shout actually but uh there wouldn't be much in the way of food and a Budweiser in there, unfortunately.
3: Oh, that's true. I hadn't really thought it through. Sorry.
4: No.
2: Mm, well, the world doesn't need another Batman film anyway. It's fucking enough of them. So, uh,
3: All right. <laughs> yeah, obviously that's my opinion, not Albert's, uh, um... Sam, Sam, Sam needs another Spider-Man film though. So put a word in there, <laughs> Albert. Uh, been there, done that. Like that.
4: Done that.
3: <laughs> yeah. But as for me, I've been, I've been
2: working from home since the beginning of last week, um, obviously having a heavily pregnant wife uh, my boss was ahead of the curve in that sense and was like just keep keep your ass away and um but you know because she's having some difficulties with the pregnancy we're in and out of the hospital so we're kind of having to leave the house anyway so it's a bit bit strange at the moment having to go to and from king's hospital but yeah it's um we're just trying to follow follow the advice whatever that is and um Good good news is uh, she counts as a vulnerable person now, so we can go into Sainsbury's tomorrow an hour before it opens for everyone else, um, and maybe I can up my levels of toilet paper to those of Samantha. And um, I guess, no.
4: uh, if I if I if I send you a list, can you get me
2: a few things? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just don't really don't really know at the moment. This, everything seems to. Um, there's advice, but it doesn't cover all bases with it. It doesn't cover all of eventualities and so on. So I don't know. It's um, just try and play it by ear, be sensible, and um, hopefully we'll all get through it and um, don't be get a- back to normal life
4: at some this, is, point. this isn't aimed at you, but this is just generally just don't be a- in the shops. Mm, yeah,
2: exactly. No, it's it's absolutely true. I was I went in there um, a few days ago to one back and on to the, um, the Whitehorse Lane end. And you know sh- most of the shelves are empty. It was just ridiculous. Of so, so the stuff that was missing as well, like I couldn't even get some sweet corn. I love um, tuna pasta mayonnaise with some sweet corn in it, and um, could only get the tuna. That was it. There was there was no other ingredients available. I've got
4: a new rule. I've got a new rule. Hear me out. If you buy three of something, it's three times the price. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but it's difficult to police this, isn't it? Because um, there was a there's a. How do you know how big someone's family is, right? So, one family, if it's a, a mum, a dad, and they've got five kids, they might need seventy two loo rolls uh, to get them through that time. But and then tomorrow, for example, when we go into Sainsbury's, how do we know that? Uh, I'm not collecting for seven old people in the area that I've arranged to collect for, you know, it's a bit... Are you? Oh, Jordan? No. Um... <laughs> but no, I, but I'm not, like, obviously not. But again, will I be able to go into Sainsbury's with my pregnant wife tomorrow? Like, I, I, you know, these are all things that you just don't really know until you get there, I guess. But um, yeah, just send her down there with a, a nine-month bump and be like, "Yep, yeah, just I want all of this, which would include about, you know, 12 cans of ginger beer. And I do need that. That isn't me hoarding. That's just what I'll get through the next couple of weeks. But there you go. Um, so, yeah, that's a little bit of what's been going on for us. Um, last time we checked in, we were talking about baby names and uh, Jordan IU tweeting me. Um, Albert, my wife suggested Nelly and then um, seemed to have no idea who Nelly the elephant was when I mentioned it.
4: No, and that's actually, that's quite topical. Uh, it's up in, one, in fact, one of my final meals in Liverpool before I'm coming home. I don't know if you know this obviously they call themselves scousers because they eat scouse I didn't know this until I went to Liverpool did you know this because they eat scouse there is a there's a a, a traditional uh dish in Liverpool called scouse which is basically lamb stew um which I think they nicked off some Scandinavians uh and that's why they call themselves scousers because it was like the the meal that everybody would eat um they've got a They've also got a traditional dessert, which is basically bread, pudding, and custard. But they call that a wet Nelly. A wet, a wet
2: Nelly. A wet Nelly. Yeah, see, that would be it now. If I called my daughter Nelly and then she pulled a scouser, it would have a whole new meaning.
3: Oh, my God.
2: Oh,
4: Jesus Christ.
2: <laughs> exactly. Um, but, yeah, so nelly, Nelly's obviously was immediately taken off the table Um my, my wife was very much like, "What are you talking about? No one knows what this is." Um, but showed her the video of Nelly the Elephant
3: it's escaping a bad, it's off. It's a bang in tune, to be fair, but I don't. Know, it is.
2: I don't know that you'd want to name your daughter after her. It was a good punk version of Nelly the Elephant as well. Mm.
4: What about Nell? Just Nell. Nell.
2: Mm. Nah, I'm still plumping for Jordan. She's still not having it. <laughs> might
3: might end up as a middle name. Uh,
4: Pumping for Jordan sounds like something we ordered in the early
3: 2000s over a copy of FHM or something. <laughs> something I did when he scored that goal against West Ham, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: but, um, you know, the consequence of having a baby and being near and having a wife all comes around from dating. And Hambo was talking about going on dates on um, the first coronavirus Back at an special that took place a couple of days ago. Um, now, I can't remember, Heskiff was it Hambo's date who wanted pegging, or was that someone else's? Oh, God, I think it, wasn't it Simon Pizzi mentioned pegging? Oh, maybe. Well, so someone, yeah. someone, someone's really into someone who they met on Tinder, but she wants to get involved in pegging, and he's not so sure. So, um, okay, that weren't Hambo. But he was, he was saying he's got three dates lined up, Albert, which he's going to have to miss. But, you know. Dirty Who? Den. Hambo. Hambo? But Dirty Den's proven to us you can have pretty successful dates over the internet.
4: Oh uh, Yeah, I mean, full. Dis- I was speaking to Heskiff, full disclosure, I had to Google what pegging was, uh, and I thought it was a camping term, like when, you- <laughs> when you're putting your tent up. But yeah, a bit of pegging over there. Yeah, 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 a bit of pegging there, mate. Didn't really uh, understand the urban dictionary sort of meaning of it. It's outrageous, is that right? And 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 for, and for the record, it definitely wasn't Hambo. Um, no, it wasn't. No, I remember no. now. It was a friend of a friend, I think. But
2: Hambo about- was sucking his finger on a video date. With yeah, my his
4: date. yeah. Which is something I didn't think I'd want to see. Uh, <laughs> but when you're when you're in isolation, it's funny what pops up.
2: Well, he was. Uh, he should have live streamed it on Instagram. Um, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> But, um, yeah, there you go. In in, in relation to pegging, um, it's, it's, it's been a hot topic to an extent with me and my wife in the past. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to which she's said, "Um, um you, you know, back, backdoor loving can occur as long as she can get a mould of my penis and do the same to me with it. So it's been this off is, the table. This encore, is the,
3: the first show we've done. <laughs> Since isolation, and this we're already this far in.
2: Yeah, well um, there you go. I as a think- as, as a wedding present, someone offered to get a moulding kit, but um it never arrives. So. Terence,
4: I don't know what you're worried about, mate. You wouldn't feel it.
2: Hey, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it took a while to get there, but <laughs> right. So what sh- what's sh- what sh- we talk about? Right, Football Manager has um made it free to play um for the next week um either of you play any of these sort of iterations Football manager championship manager in the past
3: yeah the last time i played properly was like five years ago's version i still i still have a go every now and again when i'm bored um definitely definitely not playing it whilst working from home this week <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I tried to download it
2: earlier. Well, I did download it and started to play to try and have, you know, I wanted to get five, six games into the season and just sort of say, oh, this is how I've been doing with Padders. But my word, it is so complex compared to how it used to be. And I only managed to get through two pre seasons. I managed to piss off Christian Benteke because he scored two in a pre season match. But I didn't praise him after the game. So he got got upset. And I was like, what is happening? I don't remember it being this complicated um but albert it hardly seems fair that we're getting football manager as free to play when um it's been premium porn hub in, in Italy
4: yeah i mean i don't know what that is um <laughs> f- football manager though i mean listen i don't want to make anybody insanely jealous but i once got given a free copy i don't know what year it was i could probably look it up and it was signed that is when it came in like came in a box can you imagine i'm sure now you just download it uh came in a box and it was signed by none other than simon fucking jordan <laughs> because there was a i can't I, I think it was a feature of the game where like the chairman was like a bit more vocal in it or i don't fucking know i never really played it and a, a mate of mine who's a uh, well sorry a mate of my brothers who's a, who was a sports journalist at a not very popular newspaper went to like the press launch event and and Simon Jordan was there dish, dishing out signed copies. So uh, that's yeah, my only the, experience of it, I'll be honest.
2: I think the year we were up for um, best football podcast at the Football Blogging Awards, I think it was given out free then as well. It was like to everyone who went got a copy. Oh, Did you know. come up to that one? In, I
4: think it was in Manchester. No,
2: I didn't go. Mm, yeah it was in like the old trafford hotel next door or something i was but... gonna
4: do my speech via live satellite link up
2: <laughs> yeah but i uh, still was you know the fact that we lost that to um three of the women from sky sports you know a sky sports news produced podcast over what's supposed to be blogging awards seemed a little bit ridiculous but you know not... was that
4: when we were nominated with fip as well
2: uh, maybe there was a couple of years. It could have been that one. You
4: sort of forget, but, all, yeah. forget all these accolades and nominations, don't you, for a while?
2: Yeah, but I think it, I think he was right. And out of five finalists, um, two of them was Palace related, so that's pretty pretty good going there. But of course, um, you know, we're not three hot women from Sky Sports News, are we, Hesketh?
3: Uh, no, we're definitely not three hot women. We're three great Easy. guys. That's what we are. We're great guys. We've got great personalities. That's what matters. Um, I was just uh, thinking of a, a, we were taking it back to a Football Manager and taking it a little bit further back to Hambo and Pegging. Um, you know, in Football Manager, if you go along far enough in the game, you get like regenerate your players or whatever, where they just make up the names. Yeah. There was one, and I'll send it. We'll put we'll put it on the back of the next Twitter. There was one guy who is a regen, and his name is Precious Salami. <laughs> and I took a screen grab of it because I don't know where the fuck that comes from, but his name is Precious Salami. Well, And yeah, I wonder I... if, in fact, that is what Hambo says on his internet dates. Hmm. Any thoughts, Albert?
4: Precious Salami? No, I just really want one now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, but this football manager is not the only computer game that's been going on. Andros Townsend has entered a FIFA tournament. Now, Leighton Orient's Twitter account, I mean, all sorts of social media accounts have been trying to you know, go viral as much as they can in various forms. And Leighton Orient seems to have achieved it by creating a 128-team FIFA tournament, uh, which is getting various representatives from different clubs. And Andros Townsend will play for us and you can actually get there's a betting market on this um, 29 to 1 Albert Andrus Townsend is to win this tournament and people were posting their bets and tagging them in to which he then responded saying I haven't picked up a controller in four months I'll probably get accused of insider trading now though
4: I mean he's hardly been getting a game so what's he been doing with his time if he's not on the PlayStation <laughs> Yeah, it's true. He's it,
2: winning team and all that, three wins in a row, you know. Maybe this breaks come at a good time for him to you know, get let Roy forget that he's um, you know, what team was playing before and every everyone's back on the back on the table again. Do because,
4: um do does he have to play as Crystal Palace in this tournament?
2: I don't know. There's been some I don't know. It, it, FIFA's a weird game, isn't it? You can build your own teams, but um he, he was suggesting that he should be playing as Palace and that you, know, it should, you shouldn't be allowed to have any player in the game because then it can get a bit ridiculous. But, um, but apparently there's all sorts of like you know eSport pros have got involved and things like that. So, I mean, his chances of winning are probably low.
4: eSport pros. Give me
2: a mm. break. We share our eSport pro with Roma. Um, he represents us and Roma. Can't remember his name. Won a tournament at Celeste to to earn the right to represent Crystal Palace in the Premier League esports Premier League. It's a thing. Fucking nerds. It's what the kids are doing. Get on Twitch. Go and have a look, Albert. You know that's something you can spend your time on. But we'll get into that later. Um, what else has been going on? So <laughs> Zahar has sorted out his trainer closet. Is what I've got here. Um, an Instagram an Instagram video showed um, a very beautiful closet with loads of. Um, lovely sneakers for our American listeners. Um, all lined up, probably thousands of pounds worth of trainers in there. Uh, <laughs> but Heskip, it it's kind of amusing that you've ended up with footballers doing mundane tasks. Um, has Vanessa got you doing anything round the house, mundane? Uh, I changed the bed sheets today. Is that is that always your task and your chore? Uh,
3: no, but Are you got no. the you got the inside out shaky technique lockdown yeah yeah i'm not too bad at it actually to be fair i haven't got many strings for my bow but putting a pillowcase on is one of them so i'm quite quite chuffed with that uh that's it i've got things that i've been planning to do for ages i'm not going to say what they are because it makes me sound like an even bigger nerd than everyone already thinks i am uh and i could do that and i sat and thought about it today and i thought for about half an hour should i just start on this thing and get it finished and then I just sacked it off and watched telly.
2: Was you going to sort your programs by um,
3: the score line or something? Uh, my program's are already sorted in date order. Um, I, oh, fuck it. I, I read comics, which is fine. I'm not embarrassed about it. But I've got like four and a half thousand. And I've catalogued them. That's the nerdy bit. And now I need to resort them into different boxes. But like it's one of those things where it's like, once I've doing it, I'm going to make a massive mess and then I'll get fed up. But then I'll have a massive mess all over the floor. Whereas if, <laughs> I, just, if I don't start it, it's just my room looks fine. Getting a massive tell, mess all over, mate, over the floor. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is day two. If we do one of these fucking things next week, I'll just be a gibbering mess. <laughs> Albert,
2: um, why are you not getting him on the shoots of these superhero movies you're doing if he's a big comic reader? Yeah, that's you should a be, getting, com- him a, be com- getting, com- getting him as a part, as an extra, or something like that. Now that um, Stan Lee's dead, um, perhaps Hesketh could have that reoccurring appearance, pop up for like 20 seconds and do God. something cool. I've got to be fair
3: to Albert. He took me to the cast and crew screening of Spider-Man.
0: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18+, plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
3: Which I got very excited about. It turns out it, there was no cast. Um, well, they were in the film. They were, to be fair. But I, I, I really enjoyed it. And then I like was talking to, to a mate of Albert's afterwards, sort of like picking up all the little Easter eggs in the film. And she was like, "I've never seen a Marvel film before." And I'd been talking at her like nonstop for about three minutes. So then I just shut up and walked off. Well, yeah, yeah. A- a- Albert makes films that he hates, and um,
4: you know hates everyone who watches them. Isn't that about right? What are you talking about? I love <laughs> Wrath of the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> and dream team the final series yeah, dream team yeah bro yeah um
2: wrath of the titans i still haven't got around to watching that you did yeah. say it was the worst film you ever made
4: oh, that's terrible um... <laughs> and what's the best <sighs> too many mate it's too many, <laughs> too, what, too the, best many one the best one to work on or the best end result the best end result best I wasn't on it for very long but x Machina was pretty good so I thought I don't know if you've
2: seen yeah, that that's a great great very, very good film yeah uh
4: what else oh it's just so it's just so many it's just
3: it's just gold See, just... Te- what, what would be the equivalent question for you and me terence mine would be like what was the best spreadsheet you ever worked on
2: yeah what would you probably...
3: what's the best, best robber you've ever stopped yeah we'll see yeah things like that
2: yeah best robber um less of that these days mine's now more sort of like internally focused on large amounts of data some dashboard I don't know algorithm
4: (laughs) yeah there you go we've strayed strayed so far from footballers doing mundane things that me saying Nemanja Matic cleaning out the attic just has no relevance now (laughs)
3: Ah oh, shit! Is that the only one you had lined up?
4: Well, I'm over
3: it to be honest. I would have thought, Albert. I would have thought yours would have been Troy Deeney cleaning up his weenie.
4: What's that? That doesn't even make sense, mate.
3: It does make sense, mate. In your back cave.
4: Come on, that doesn't. It's not. What does that even? I, just, I mean, it's an image I don't want in my head anyway.
3: Precious salami. That's what it is. <laughs> uh, Kiko
2: for Mina being a
3: cleaner. I don't know. Yeah, yeah that's, 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 are we staying on the better. Watford theme?
4: That's better. That's better.
2: Uh Ben Foster uh, going to Costa <laughs>
4: It's not I mean it's it's not it's better than better than Heskiff's one <laughs> I don't know what other Watford players are there, Albert? Why does it have to be Watford based? What is your obsession? I just live here, you go on about it. <laughs>
2: uh Vicente reading the paper. <laughs> Pretty good. Uh I don't know. What are your mundane tasks? What what has the missus got you doing? Me? Yeah.
4: Uh, well, it's only day one, really, so I've managed to swerve most of them. I did the school run today. Think think of a think of a football player that ends in son. Gil, Gilfie Sigurdsson doing the school run. <laughs> That's just not working. Go go
2: back to the drawing board on that one. Um, but school run is that? I mean, obviously we've established that you don't work in a key support role, so um, and your missus also in TV. So the kids they'll be at home now. That's it from Friday.
4: Yeah. Well, the the the, the childminder shut down last week of their own volition, and obviously the schools shut down this Friday. So we just told just told Arthur that. Basically your Easter holidays have started now and he said, How long are they gonna be? <laughs> and we were like <laughs> fifty days? Just a ballpark figure. He loved that. How long is a piece of string? But we're getting we're getting work sent home. So we've in fact I might need to speak to you, Heskiff, because now we've got we've got to be the teachers.
3: What are you talking to me for? I'm not a teacher. Oh, Hang we...
1: on.
2: Wait, you've got to teach your children schoolwork. Yeah. Oh, this is like that TV show. Are you smarter than a nine-year-old or whatever? I'm not. <laughs>
3: yeah. What do, you what's, need, what's, what do you need my help for? Is he learning French or something?
4: Uh, he does do a bit of French. He does do a bit of French. foulez vous coucher avec moi? Yes. C'est
2: Yes. Uh, je m'appelle Terence. Yeah. Je je South Norwood. Or or sono or sono is apparently it's, it's called by some I've found out. Oh
3: dear! Oh dear! <laughs> you could say saucy son precious,
4: <laughs> salami precious, precious salami. There you go, bang, mate. Yeah, uh, well, you're fluent. Yep. Yeah, Uh Joh- yo, we, oui. la sexy Bastard.
3: <laughs> to, to bring it back to Palace actually, they just put a video of Kabay scoring that goal against Arsenal when we beat him 3-0. Were you at that game, mate? No, as we all know, I was not. Um <laughs> I was in France, so it's the same thing. Um I just I miss him. I'll say you that miss now. Him. I miss Kabay yeah. I want him back. Sexy bastard. Well
2: he's available, isn't he? Isn't he on unatt- oh no he didn't he join someone in France? Like just Saint Etienne now. Mmm. What's St. Etienne like in the summer? I bet that's nice. Probably better than, what did you say, Sono? Sono. So Listen, I won't have a bad word said about Sono. Um, right, what we got to. <laughs> I was watching BBC News before we started the show earlier, and the, the presenter started coughing when she was asking a question <laughs> of someone who was in the studio sat by her. And the camera, I don't know whether it did it deliberately, panned to the woman who was sat opposite her, and she did not look impressed. And then she gave her answer. <laughs> and then the woman had to say, um, you just um, heard me clearing my throat there. I actually had a catch in my throat. Um, I don't have a temperature, don't worry. <laughs> um, Albert, do you, do you find yourself um, being worried about coughing
4: in public? No, I think as long as you do it, you know, subtly, uh, maybe into your elbow or something like that, Then you know, no one's got anything to worry about. Um, But I found this.
2: uh, I was on the bus earlier, and um, you know, you're conscious of everyone coughing, and everyone has a slight cough this time of year or something like that. You know, and um, it's not unusual for someone to have a cough, but you just hear it, and you just kind of like, even though in my head I'm like, oh, it's just you know, just let them get on with it. I'm there like daggers in the back of their head, getting a little bit worried. But um, tomorrow I've I've got to go to the hospital. Um, to drop off um, a tub of my wife's piss, which um, needs to be measured for proteins in the urine to see how she's getting on in the pregnancy. Um, So I'm thinking I might just park it on the seat next to me to keep coffers away. What do you reckon?
3: Did you say a tub of it? A tub of it?
2: Well, as much as she can piss
3: into
2: a a pot before um, tomorrow at three o'clock, basically. I'll tell you
4: what, there's a potential beer check mix-up there in the (laughs) making, isn't there? yeah Citrus-y. yeah you'll be, Citrus-y, yeah. you'll be ruined that you don't have a heineken <laughs> <laughs> mm, yes, yeah.
2: so let's talk about palace for a little bit because, um, as you've just up the in the time we've been recording uh academy plans. Have been approved, which is obviously fantastic news. Now, I don't have much more details on this other than that it just says breaking news Bromley Council has resolved to grant planning permission for our Academy redevelopment plans subject to completion of the S106 agreement and GLA referral. Now, uh, Hesk, if you work in admin, do you know what those forms mean? Uh, No. What I I
3: will say, actually, though, um, my mate Jason lives on Copers Cope Road. Hmm. Um, and actually, and he rejected the plans being a massive Palace fan. Been a massive Palace fan. Um, he said that he got a letter as a local resident who supported the application. Um, so that's quite nice of them. Knowing Palace, it would take about 25 years before we get anything done, won't it? So I'll temper my excitement. Yeah, but obviously that's fantastic news for the club. Um, needs to be
2: done so we can take part of that, that mythical catchment area that we, that we have. Um, the club has also announced that all staff, match day and um, you know, office staff, all the staff at the club will be, be paid as normal, which is obviously fantastic news and obviously the right thing to do in this scenario. And hopefully a lot more businesses will be following suit as obviously it's going to get difficult financially for some people. Um, but in other ways as well, in local area that you can support the club has called on people to um, look into the Norwood Food Bank. Um, the website for this is norwoodbrixton.foodbank.org.uk, or you can find them on social media at Food Bank Norwood. Uh, recently, the club did a video um, with players going there and supporting the food bank on a on a given day, and uh, you know, Players like Christy and Benteke were talking about when they were on the breadline when they were kids and how difficult they found it and how important things like food banks are. So, of course, this is going to be very prevalent now with the financial difficulties that we talk about. So um, go and support any way you can there and help the, the local residents that live around Crystal Palace and Sellers Park. Um that's enough palace, I think. It's only a palace podcast, <laughs> we don't need any more there. But we do have. Some questions from listeners. Now, the first question we've got is from Daniel Schilling, and he wants to know what's our best long-range strikes in order from these three. So let's let's check we remember them all. Uh, Albert, Darren Pitcher against Wolves in the FA Cup. Pretty good. Yeah, pr- pretty, pretty good. Um, Heskiff, Gareth Southgate against Portsmouth.
3: Yeah, I remember that one.
2: Yeah, when he... Yeah, when you tell anyone that Gareth Southgate picked the ball up on the byline, his own byline, run the length of the field and smash it in the top corner from thirty-five yards, people tell us no. And then, of course, Ambrose against Manchester United. I think um, there's only one winner here, isn't there?
4: Gareth Southgate. Oh yeah, no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're talking about Gareth Southgate. He's going. Um, he's going to get the opportunity from 2021 to win two major tournaments in summers back to back. Albert, do you think we we could survive England winning the Euros and the World Cup in back-to-back summers?
4: What, if we won them both? Mm. Mate, you're a dreamer. You're a dreamer. We've got a whole whole other year to wait to watch Gareth Southgate set up the most boring teams possible. Two years in a row. Well, Um, at
2: least um, Harry Kane will be fit now, as will Chank Tosin, Heskiff, who... Um, has been posting his delight over social media.
4: Yeah, I saw that. Um, yeah, as long as you're all right, Cenk, don't worry about anybody else.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Just a massive double thumbs up there. The world's fine. Yeah.
2: yeah, well, you know, strikers are selfish people, aren't they? They have to be. Um, it's, he's the stereotypical striker. Once goals, got to think about himself. But um yeah, fair play to him. He's gonna hopefully get his opportunity. And it I mean, it strikes up another question, doesn't it? Uh I feel it's you, Heskiff. Does he come back? Does he finish his loan if, if the season doesn't get underway for another three or four months? Mm-hmm. He comes back from he comes back from his ACL. Is he is he still a Palace player? Is that is that how it would work?
3: Yeah, it's an interesting question, actually. Because I saw um Andros was on Talk Sport, I think. Uh, when when Darren Bent was on, and basically Andros was like, you know, the season has to be finished. We have to make sure it all the games are played and all that. And then someone made uh, tweeted at him saying, "Well, what about players that are out of contract at the end of June? If the season goes on beyond the end of June, what happens to them?" Uh, which Andros said he hadn't thought about. Um, but I think it's well, a but- principle in it. Like if if you're signed oh, yeah. up to a certain date, but then obviously the season. Is not emitted until further along the line? Does it mean they're voided, or do you have to write a sort of an emergency contract? It's all.
4: I'm sure it would be. You know, it's not the biggest, biggest task in the world just to do like an agreement that you know anyone whose contract expired just carries on until the season actually yeah. ends. Yeah. Mm, but then you know you'll have people who have.
2: You know, they've been running down their contract deliberately and the club, you know, might have two more appearances on there or three more appearances or whatever um, and have to pay them out. I don't know. It, it will get, certainly get very, very complicated and there's going to have to be, I'm sure, a bunch of new legal stuff come in to sort all of this out. But in the scenario where these players, you know, contracts as normal so then other teams can pick them up, It would. <laughs> Imagine an out of contract Brighton player goes and signs for West Ham and relegates Brighton or something like that. Um, you could certainly end up with some interesting scenarios occurring. But as to your answer, Daniel Schilling, I think Ambrose <laughs> is gonna is gonna win out of those three goals: uh, pitcher or Southgate. In terms of second or third, depends on whether you fancy your volleys or you fancy your runs and strikes. But pitcher um, for me, pitcher for you, yeah, pro- probably for me too. Just. Because, um, well, I mean, Pitchman Southgate, neither of them are people you'd expect to score goals like that. So
3: You know what sort of goal that you don't ever see anymore, that you used to see in the 90s when I started going? It was a diving header. You don't see mm. enough diving headers. Yeah,
2: this it's true. Diving headers and chips have kind of faded out of the game quite a lot. Um, I'm trying to think of diving headers in recent years for us. Joel Wall at Chelsea doesn't really count, does it, wasn't <laughs> a diving header?
3: 2 yards.
2: Yeah, he kind of just sort of flops onto it like a salmon or something, didn't he? I think um, you're
4: being harsh there. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. In a in a in a time where it's been quite established that they're a rarity, I think we can we can let that let that one go. Oh, he's got history as well. I guess diving header off the line in the playoff final against Watford. Yeah, Not
2: scoring a goal but stopping a goal. With My favourite
4: diving header in recent years. Uh, wasn't a goal, It was when John Terry tried to sort of head of the ball two inches off the ground in, what was it, the 2010 World Cup? Like, yeah. Just fucking idiot. He's
2: yeah. doing an impression of stopping how he stops people from getting on trains, I believe. But um, we'll, we'll leave that one there. <laughs> um, Mike Scott. Now, oh, God, that's Mike Scott of this. Uh, parish. has said, your collective worst internet dating stories. Now... <laughs> um, Hesketh, you don't have a worse internet dating story. You have one, and it was a success, effectively,
3: right? Correct. I met my wife on the internet, and we've been together for nine and a bit years, and we're married, and it's great. Um, and Albert, I'm assuming you never did internet dating. Never did it,
4: mate. Hmm. I do my. Uh, up, no. I do my uh, weekly shop online. i've got some great stories about that you know all the fucking substitution oh dear i wanted i wanted crunch corners not fruit corners
2: what's the worst substitution you've ever had
4: uh probably some of the ones that roy hodgson's made over the last few (laughs) weeks none oh yeah sorry (laughs) that's no substitutions that's a that's a success story as an online shop is concerned
2: (laughs) Yeah, well, I think that's something that a lot of us are going to start to learn over the coming weeks as we probably all move towards online shopping. But there you go. Um, can I share worst internet dating stories? Yes. Uh, um, uh, okay, I'll try and hang on. Let me let me just look okay. over my shoulder. Oh no, my wife is laying on the sofa pegging. behind me. Why are you? Pe-
4: are you pegging? <laughs>
2: No, I mean it, this this story. It, there's so many facets to it. That it's it's kind of awful, really. But um, I'll 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 knock it down as briefly as possible. So I'm sat in my house, um, about nine thirty at night. Get a message. I think it was on Plenty of Fish at the time. Other other online dating sites are available. Girl just says, "Hey, what you up to?" Blah. I'm bored. You fancy going out for a drink? So. An hour later, I'm dressed in Baker Street in a pub. We have a bottle of wine, and then they're kicking out the club. So um, <clears throat> I'm like, I was clicking out the pub because obviously it's closing time already. And I think it's like a Tuesday or a Wednesday, and I was off work for the week for whatever reason. And um, she said, "Oh, I don't know. I don't know how you'd feel about this, but um, well, I said this. I don't know how you feel about this, but my friend um, is a manager at Gay Late Bar, and now we're open to three o'clock. We could go there." So which she laughed and just pulled out a membership card to G A Y late and said, Yeah, yes, yeah, you know, I go there quite a lot. So we go down there, have a have a few beers, have a great night, go home, go our separate ways. And um obviously uh that was that for that night. Then um, a couple of days later we've been been messaging each other back and forth and um we go out on another date and um I had <laughs> had this thing when I was online dating, I always said I wouldn't sleep with anyone to the fifth date. As a bit of um, evil reverse psychology, if that makes sense. And um, fucking hell. So, uh, anyway, so she's like, you know, as we've had a couple of drinks, she's more like, yeah, you know, you're just not going to be able to resist me. And I'm like, yeah, whatever, okay. So then she's like, uh, it's time to go home. And she's like, right, you've got to take me home. It's dark. I'm scared. And I'm like, okay, great. So taking her back to her mum's house. So yes, obviously not She's getting- scared. Oh, Obviously not going in because I'm returning her to she just still lives with her mum. Uh and so we get on a bus and then we get off the bus on like what looks like a dark, darkened back street, and she's like, Oh, this is my stop. And we get off the bus and she starts climbing the fence into Regents Park. And I'm just like, What are you doing? She's like, Oh, I live the other side of the park. We've got a we've got to walk across the park. So I'm like, Fine, okay, like whatever. Um, we've got a couple of cans of beer, we start walking across the park, and then she's just like Oh, like let's let's go over there and drink our beers, and it's like a bandstand type thing, you know those things that are in the old parks. And um, so we go and sit there. We um, have our drinks and some some heavy petting occurs. <laughs> shall we shall we say on this bandstand? And then um, after all we're sitting down, we're sitting there just drinking, and then she says, um, "Oh, this this has been extremely therapeutic for me." What do, you, what do you mean it's it's been therapeutic for you? She's like, oh, I I came here a couple of weeks ago and took an overdose and tried to kill myself.
3: Oh, fuck oh, That's not where I thought that story was going. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep. So online dating—that's that's what you guys missed out on. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah.
4: Fuck's sake! I don't know what to
0: say <laughs> for that. <laughs>
2: Uh, we'll leave that up to the editor if they want to <laughs> leave that in on this show or not. But there you go. Well, well, welcome. You know, as I say, online dating, that's what you missed, but you know, there are success stories as well. And I did meet my wife on okay Cupid. So there you go. Um, there are, there are successes out there for sure. Don't, don't let my story turn you off by any means. And, um, but uh, yeah, hopefully she's got all the help she needed that girl. And uh, is in a much better mental state now. Um, right one we're going to finish on Martin's question which is with no football what are fun constructive things we can do to fill the time Albert what's your your number one thing you're going to be doing to fill the time
4: Uh, teaching my (laughs) fucking son how to do French badly Um, I was thinking of doing a, a mate of mine wants to set up a a mate of mine wants to set up a virtual pub on Friday night so Get a load of drinks in, log into some sort of Skype or Zoom based video conferencing software with like eight of us and just sit there getting pissed whilst talking mm. to each other. But I can just see that turning into a big game of cock or ball, to be honest.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh, in, in Zoom, in a Zoom conference room, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to Zoom to, to, hey. to be sure. Heyo. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I'm going to try and get better at the piano. Uh, the piano? At the piano, yeah. The old Joanna. The old Jordana. That's the, that's the other thing I'm going to get up to, mate. Are you going to practice your fingering? Uh, no, 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 yeah, never you got to <laughs> f- one, one, three and five. One, three and five. Um, yeah. Uh, you're going to hit that high C. Um, uh <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, yeah, yeah, just, just going to generally, I'm going to just tidy up and just, you know, just be in the house because there's nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah,
2: well, you know, at least you've got, you know, uh, um, the east wing or the west wing. You can, you yeah, exactly.
4: It. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I need to spend some time in the west wing, to be honest. I've not been there for a couple of just weeks. Order,
2: order a pool table in or something, mate. Buy a pool table.
4: Yeah, that's not a bad shout, actually. Mm.
3: What about you, Hesketh? How are you gonna How are you gonna not f- hit the roof? Uh, I mean, let's be honest. I am going to organise my four and a half thousand comics, aren't I? <laughs> what, what, what an exciting thought that is!
2: Mm, yeah.
3: Well, um, for me, I, I think
2: I am going to. Um, if the baby doesn't surprise us early, um, I don't know. I am thinking about you know, learning some data analytics skills. Sadly. <laughs>
4: I oh, you're... that wasn't a euphemism. No,
2: you know, further your career and all that. Learn, learn, learn new things and see where it takes me. I don't know, but yeah, there you go, mate. I don't, I don't know really what you're into, mate. But um, have a look what Vicente Guaita was doing in his video on Twitter, and uh, perhaps copy his workout, and then we can all be quite fit come the end of it. That might that might be a good thing because let's face it, we're not going to be walking about that much, so we we need to do some sort of exercise to keep. Healthy. Right. I think I think we've gone quite
4: long enough on here. This might be the longest podcast we've ever done. So um It was your it was your fucking dating story that took us over the edge. Yeah. And well. her, nearly by the sounds of it. <laughs> well hopefully I helped her back down from the edge, but
2: uh, I don't know. Yeah, she, she was pretty good on the edge, but uh yeah. <laughs> <Dear>, oh, <dear. laughs> Uh, Anyway, Heskiff, thank you for joining. Thank you. Uh, I I hope the comic sorting goes well. Avoid those paper cuts, wear some gloves. That way you're preventing the spread of the virus and avoiding paper cuts.
3: This is why people are tuning into this podcast. Advice like that, I reckon. (laughs) And Albert, good luck with the teaching. Maybe you'll
2: find that this is a a potential future career for you.
4: Uh, Yeah, you know, we'll see. I, I can just see myself losing it and sending him out the class to be honest <laughs> putting him on the naughty step wasn't you supposed to go and speak on a panel recently me yeah a yeah. listen, listener of this show I, I won't name him just in case he doesn't want to be named very kindly invited me to go and you know give something back to the masses but i was busy so uh we've put pencil it in for another time lovely stuff
2: right um we'll likely be back next wednesday depending on the um the feedback on this one (laughs) so probably not but um yeah good luck to everyone stay safe out there and um i guess until next week up the palace wash your
4: hands